Thanks for choosing Boomers with Beverages. This episode recorded live at Four Day Ray in downtown Fishers, Indiana. It's good to have you along. Thanks again for joining us here on Boomers with Beverages. Again, live on location at Four Day Ray in Fishers, Indiana, close to home for all four of us. For those of you that will ever be making your way through the great state of Indiana, stopping close to Indianapolis or Fishers, you want to put Four Day Ray on your uh, to-do list because this is a fantastic facility, gastropub, brewery, lots of cool stuff going on here on any given day. Uh, Scratch food menu, so just a lot of good variety there. And uh, we're happy to be here. We're going to thank Brian Graham and the crew for all their hard work and uh, for being gracious hosts for Boomers with Beverages. Gracious is the word. That's yeah, the key word. Totally yeah, cool. I haven't I paid for a beer yet. It's amazing. <laughs> Once again, oh, they're, they're running a tab. Yeah, always comes down to freebies with you. If I get, get it for out. free, I'm good to go. So, so you're happy, right? You've tried everything on the menu, which is good. Just two things. My uh, uh, beverage is Blueberry Blonde. We'll get to that in a minute, but I want to say hello to everybody. Artie, good to see you back. Hey, good to see you. Pete Molina. Good to be here. Uh, quarterfinals, U.S. Open uh, tennis tournament today. Okay. It's tomorrow. A, Pete, why are we talking like we're really like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just want to like, give everybody a heads a up tennis, on the tennis a program. Tennis, a tennis gallery up. isn't. Aren't they real excited? It's not like a golf gallery. Oh no, you don't. Because golf people, you know, very, very sedate, very quiet. You know, t- tennis crowds are, are they? between points. They can be uh, a little boisterous, but during play. And before points, they're very polite. I saw your one guy smash his racket. Miss it, like on Caddyshack. Miss it. Two of them. Miss it. Two of them. Miss it. Yeah. What's his name again? Miss it. Nick Kyrgios. Yeah. He's the he's the he's the new character in tennis, correct? Yes. He he has the the the, he's been a character for several years. The most talented tennis player on the tournament, but he just can't keep his emotions under control, which is really a shame because he could be the face of tennis for a lot of reasons. But he's just can't keep it together. I got to give him credit because I saw the video where he absolutely uh, destroyed his tennis rackets, literally in a split second. They walk off the court after he loses. He shakes his uh, the, the guy that won. He shakes his hand, walks over, and in a split second, just goes berserk and destroys his tennis rackets while everybody's clapping. And he's the, the, the guy that won is out on the court waving his hand at everybody, <laughs> and he's in the background just beating his tennis rackets to death. Yeah, they didn't survive, by the way. And that's very indicative yeah, of the kind that. of meltdowns that he can have. However, I was going to be uh, not gracious, but then when I saw his pe- press conference, um, okay, because he was incredibly gracious to his competition. And the, oh, that's good. And totally admitted that it's his fault. I mean, how we lost and just kind of went into those details. So that was nice. I thought, mm-hmm. okay, he redeemed himself that way. The tennis rackets, not so much. But uh, <laughs> No, that's, yeah. I understand the frustration when you lose a match. You you feel like you should have won, but you gotta. You're a professional, and there are people there, and you yeah. just need to really, you know, comport yourself in a better way. I've seen it happen on the PGA Tour. I've I've seen it happen when I've been golfing, and guys are out on the course, and they miss hit a ball, and they snap their club over their leg, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't get that at all. Yeah. Did you see the Jalen Rose a clip of him trying to hit the ball? No. His, it, the, well, first of all, he's pretty tall. Yeah. But the. It looked like the, the his club was maybe three feet. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm sure it was more than that. But he couldn't hit the ball to save his life. He kept <laughs> overshooting it. He kept swinging beyond the ball. It was the oddest thing I've ever seen. I'll have, ever. To, ch- I'll have to check that out. So, uh, Dan, good to see you as well. Good to be here. Uh, so, like I said, I got Blueberry Blonde, one of the many uh, on-tap uh, beers they have here at Four Day Ray. 
This is one that uh, you can get as you uh, come in. Uh, I think this is a regular item, and it's also uh, for sale over the counter, too. They have it at Kroger Grocery Store. Uh, very good. I like it. It's very different, but it's, mm. a, it's a tasty beer, blueberry blonde. It looks good. Uh, it's, it's tart uh, with the blueberry flavor, but I like it. It's really good. Mm. Artie, you have what War- this time? Warring Faction. Warring Faction. It's got... That's got a little bit of uh, nicotine in it. Uh, some, it I think there's some. Nicotine. I think Cialis is in here. Yeah, well, for your sake, that's um, good. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, but it's good. It's delicious. It's the audience is nervous now. Beautiful. No one yeah, 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 Well, no, Dan's at least a person away, so he's okay. He I, could, yeah, I've got. You know, I'm nervous. Pete and I are on either side. Where the bear's so. cold and the pigs are nervous. Another show where Artie references Cialis, so maybe there's a theme here coming up for Artie. Uh, Pete, what do you got? Orange creamsicle. Oh, that's good. Unbelievably good. Tastes just like the orange creamsicle. You go to your grocery uh, frozen section and get and with alcohol creamsicle pops. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, mm. that's that sounds like one that's really really good. Cold, super cold. And and I and because of the taste so much like those orange creamsicles in the frozen uh, dairy section, I'm going to have to give those up in favor of the uh, creamsicle <laughs> beer in the future. There, so you, there go. you go, Dan. What are you uh, drinking? I am having the Mystic Ember, which is. Um, Interesting. It does say in the description that it has a, um, let's see, it's brewed uh, using German Munich, Vienna, and Beechwood smoked malt, Hmm. and it has a smoky, bready aroma. It might be a little too smoky for me. Toasted Hmm. biscuit flavor with a caramel. Can you that's taste my, the caramel? Yeah, that's my and other rap name, Toasted yes. Biscuit Toast, Flavor. Toasted Biscuit. <laughs> toasted Biscuit <laughs> that Flavor. That would be a good rap name for you. Flavor. No, it's Flavor. Mm. Toasted but we are biscuit gradually flavor. making our way through this amazing list of, uh, of beverages that that's, they have here at Four Day Ray. And over the next 12 more shows. Several yeah, podcasts. Artie's Already, a happy camper to hear that <laughs> bit of news. So this is Boomers with Beverages. Don't forget to visit our website, boomerswithbeverages.com. And also uh, drop us an email because we always would love to get your feedback. Uh, show ideas, suggestions, questions. Something funny you want to share, bwb at boomerswithbeverages.com is our email. we got Pete coming up in a couple of minutes here with more travel notes. Pete has traveled all over the world, getting ready to embark on a great vacation coming up. Pete and Kara are headed to Spain and Portugal. Mm. So Pete's got some good advice because even though we're, we're, we're coming out of summer and people think we're kind of in the, the, the lull when it comes to travel, Actually, not really, because you're getting into the holiday season. You're getting into the winter when a lot of people want to get away, especially if you live in a climate that's a little too cold for you and you want to go experience some warmth. Some of these travel tips Pete have has for us, I'm sure, are going to be very, very helpful. So we're going to get to those in a second. But a couple of stories I want to start with just to kind of have some back and forth here. I saw this one. I, I could not pass it up because I, I knew Artie would appreciate this. But coming up, the end of the year, the first launch of the I'm going to pronounce this hopefully I'm going to pronounce this correctly Celestis Voyager service will be taking off it's going to bear the name of the Enterprise flight it's actually a spaceship that's going to be going off into outer space carrying the ashes of Nichelle Nichols uh-huh. oh wow from, yeah. and guess who else is going to be on that flight with her Duhan uh, Gene Roddenberry I'll be damned uh, his uh, his wife Ashes from Major all, all Barrett, of these. Major Barrett. Uh, yeah. James Doohan, yeah. who played Scotty, doing. his doing his Ashes as well. So I thought you'd appreciate that because you're yeah. already such a Trekkie guy. And I thought, yeah. yeah. What, a, what an cool. interesting final tribute to those individuals. Indeed. That their Ashes are actually going where no one has gone yeah, before. Yeah, but William Shatner actually went up. He actually yeah. was able to go up. Live, walking, talking, and he talked way too much when he got back. <laughs> it's like, what did that do to him? 
I mean, he, I think he did Rocket Man while he was down. He may have. Yeah. yeah that, oh, that was. Didn't we talk about that last week? We did week? talk about that. That was so weird. Yeah. The extended version's a lot better, though. No, it's, it can't be. It's it impossible. Be. <laughs> impossible. It has to be one of the most painful oh, videos. It was. You can, yes. you can search, search William Shatner Rocket Man yes. on YouTube. It is. That's a rough one. You can't. You have to see it, but you'll immediately regret it. So and, and uh, you'll I, know all the words. Yes, you will. <laughs> yeah. Speak along with as him. You, as you cry, yeah. Uncle. Beg, yeah. beg for mercy during the Why sun. Why couldn't he have just done Denny Crane again? Yeah, well, that, that was iconic as, a, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. So uh, on the, in the category of age having no barrier, I thought this was a really interesting story that just happened here not too long ago. A, uh, a, Minnesota, a Minnesota woman celebrated her latest birthday by going skydiving for the very first time. Her name, Ida Shannon. Uh, she had always wanted to do this and thought this would be a, an amazing way to celebrate her 91st birthday. Oh, my goodness. All right. Mm. So I'm just curious with you guys, what out-of-the-box thing would you consider doing if you were fortunate to live to that age? Mm. Or would you? Would there I, be something? Mm. I mean, there might be something now that you guys would think pushes the envelope for you and is definitely out of your comfort zone. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to do 15 minutes at the comedy store in Los Angeles. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I really would. So I'd not, love to do 15 not, minutes of Not necessarily death-defying, but still... No, it's not death. Have well, you seen his act? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, but, oh God, but to do that same kills. 15 minutes he for kills. 40 years is pretty good. Though. It is pretty good. It is pretty good. Killing, killing takes on a whole new meaning. <laughs> Absolutely. I figured Pete would have something. But don't tell me it's Roland Garros or Wimbledon. Yeah. Or, so, yeah. so it has to is be it? like death-defying stuff or sort no, of stuff? No, it doesn't necessarily no, have to I, be. But, look, well, I, I okay. but for goodness sake, this lady was 91 yeah. and she dropped out of a plane. I would like so. to go ziplining over like in the, in the Amazon or someplace oh, like that. That's yeah. where cool. we, you know, it's, it's wooded and it's not just like one of those 10 feet zip lines. Well, let me like tell a you. long zip line. Let me tell you, a few years back when we went, uh, Karen and I and, and the kids were all down uh, visiting her aunt and uncle's house in Cabo. They have a home at the very tip of... Uh, uh, Cabo off the Sea of Cortez and we ziplined through the mountains uh, something I never ever thought I would ever ever do and I learned the key it's very simple do not look down because yeah. I would say we were a good 100 plus feet up 150 feet up in the mountains as we went you would go from one zipline to another and then you'd have to climb another 50 80 100 mm-hmm. feet up you kept going up the mountain for like four or five ziplines and then you came down the mountain and there was one particular zip line where half of us didn't make it, and they had to come out to get us. Oh, you man. You got stuck in the middle yeah. or something? Because really? typically the way they have the line set up, it, that your momentum carries you. You build up enough all the way to that the you get to the finish. Well, every single one of us, 20, 30 feet away, and there you are, and I'm just trying to just calm down. And, <laughs> and here come my, my saviors who speak no lick of English, but, but I'm grateful to see them as they come to get my big butt back to land <laughs> and then at the very end you could repel i didn't do that but uh, uh, most of I, I think there were only a couple of us that didn't repel but karen did karen repelled my wife karen repelled and a couple of our others kid our other kids did i and think karen karen has been repelling for years that, that didn't come out right no it's but, repulsive oh is it no, oh, no. <laughs> she's, she's been repelling jim for years yeah that's, that's what, it that's, that's what yes. i was trying to say looking yes. For. yes but yeah so anyway I, 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 if you get a chance to go, you got to try it at least. Did once. you ever? Yeah, I, I, yeah. It's, on, it's on my bucket yeah. list. I'm, I'm you, you, you would and love I, it. And I have a serious fear of heights, so it would really? be a challenge for me. If 
but I, but I'm up for it because I would do exactly what you would. I just I would just straight ahead look and and just just zip 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 and yeah. Have you been to Portugal before? I have. Okay. Have you ever been to the island? I think it's off of Portugal called Madeira. I have not. I just watched a video. It was a, it was a champion video of the uh, I think it was the drone championships, the World Drone Championships, where they photograph. Anything you want. Oh, I thought I mean, it was just I, people talking in a boring no, voice. No, no, it's uh, drones. Uh, the, uh, the Welcome to Portia's Drone. On and on and on. The door will close behind you. Please move. Keep like moving. Please keep moving. It's like a vacation with Wright's family. It's, like, but it was, it's the most beautiful video I ever saw. It was a drone video of going down the mountains, around the mountains, over across the beach area. It's a beautiful island. Absolutely gorgeous. I'll, I'll share it What's with you What's the name sometime. of the island? Madeira. 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 Oh, I've been to that bar. In, in uh, Lisbon, the Madeira Bar. I don't know if that has anything to do we with it. we got to check with Dan, though. Dan's it's an got, island. You got something that you would island. consider doing or oh, would yeah, want to the, do? Or? Trying to, yeah, sitting there thinking of the thing. The thing I haven't done I really want to do is deep sea fishing. Like, get one of those big, oh you know, 200 pound marlins oh, yes, on the line. You know. yes, that I would want be cool. That. Yeah. I've done it in Lake Michigan. Now. Yeah. Did you get a marlin there? In July. Did not get a marlin in Lake, <laughs> believe marlin. it or not. Um, no, the mate's name was Paul, I believe. Not Marlin. But anyway, that's what I want to do that. I love it. Yeah, Whatever you'd be age. good at that. Did you share that photo of you with the fish on our website or anything? I have not yet, but I will. Yeah, you need to do that because that. that's a great photo. It, it is. is a great photo. What's great about the pic is you can tell you're having the time of your life. Oh, yeah. And, it was a blast uh, you, with you my are, older son. You're definitely in God's country and just soaking up every minute of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So You can't have a picture on a vacation like that when you're not smiling. But he's right. You'd look like you were on top of the world. It was a blast. Yeah, it's good stuff. And just being able to do stuff, get out, have fun, that's kind of what we've been talking about. Because I think as you get older and you realize, you know, when you were raising your kids and you didn't have time to do these things, you got to try to make some time to do it. And I know, Pete, work-wise, you've traveled for many, many years, but now you're doing more of the recreational, on-my-time type of vacation. And that's what we talked about before. And I know you still got some more tips. The good news is... You've also shared these too, right? You put them on the website. Well, I put them together. Dan put them on the website. He's a techie guy. Yeah. So boomerswithbeverages.com, he's on there? As far as you know, they're on there right now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what edits he's done to them. (laughs) I may not even look like anything. I I brought my desktop with me. Let me check it out. (laughs) Is it now, is it just that you read it or is it Pete actually voicing the the travel? Right right now, it's a PDF. It'll be under the fun stuff. Nice. It'd be a lot more fun yeah. if Pete were to read it. It would be cool. Yeah. It would be cool. <laughs> so, so you know what? Maybe I'll put together some short little videos on my vacation to Spain and Portugal. Pete, wow. that would be wonderful. What a great idea. I never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. TikToks from Spain. I like it. <laughs> there you go. That'd TikTok be very cool. Spanish to... Uh, that'll work. That'll, you, I hate to put you on the spot, but do you remember where you left off when we talked about your travel tips? I do. Because I know memory is a tough yeah. thing for all of us. So where do you want to start? I'm going to let you just start and kind of go with it, and we'll... Uh, well, um, you, you mentioned, you know, so we're, uh, you know, we're at the end of summer now, and a lot of people travel in the summer because it's convenient for them, and if they've got school-age kids, that's really oftentimes the only time they can travel. However, I strongly recommend uh, don't travel, if you can avoid it, July or August, particularly in Europe. It's the biggest travel months uh, for them. The people in Europe go on vacation. It's hot. Um, the prices are high. Uh, it, it's just not the best time to travel, in my opinion. For me, the best time to travel is going to be the springtime, uh, March, April, early May. 
uh, in, in fall, October, November. Even in the wintertime is a great time. The prices are less expensive. The, f- the flights are less expensive. Uh, everything is less expensive. Things are less crowded. Is that so, true everywhere, though? I mean, would you say that's everywhere over in that area? Yes. In, in July, in, August in yeah, general? Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, and, and, and really, because, you know, that's, that's the summer months for, for, for school-age kids, yeah. really anywhere around the world. But, um, you know, Europe can be very, very hot in, in the summertime. This year was particularly hot. It's tough to avoid it, though, because people that have kids in school, you know, that's a real prime time to go on a vacation. Yeah. If you can't avoid it, you know, then you just have to make the adjustments. Right. So, uh, but if, if you have the option not to travel in the summertime, uh, pick, you know, uh, spring, fall, or, or even winter. And another thing, too, and you can relate to this, and maybe you've got something to share on this front. One thing that, you know, Karen shared with me, because she does a lot of travel arrangements for people at her office, is dealing with the airlines and airline prices. What a weird animal this is. You can literally go on a, an air, like an American Airlines site at 10 a.m., check a price, and five minutes later check it again, and it's either up 100 yep. or down 200 or up 300. Yeah. It's yeah, the they craziest all, thing. Yeah, they all use these algorithms based on demand and time of day and all that sort of stuff. I don't know anything about that, but, but you're absolutely true. And then that brings me to another point. Um, don't book your travel, particularly overseas, and I would say even in general, through these third-party uh, yeah, sites because that. if you have a problem, the airlines are not going to help you. They're just going to say, well, go go talk to Expedia or, yeah. or Priceline or whatever They don't have a voice. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That happened um, to I mean, me actually two weeks ago. The airlines, I think we directly – I think we just go right through the airlines yeah. anymore, like Delta, yeah. United, yeah. American. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, there's, there's not that – there's no price difference, but also the, the peace of mind. Yeah, is exactly. That you're going to the – they will help you if you book it through – Delta, American United, then, and you have a problem, they will help you. So what's the advantage to those third parties anymore then? Well, what's they, their they, appeal? They, they claim that they get you better pricing, and, and sometimes they may, but I, I, I haven't noticed a significant difference, and not enough of a difference that it would, uh, I would be willing to give up my peace of mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, 100 bucks is not going to you know, do it for me because I have a problem. And, and unfortunately, right now, the airlines are having lots of problems. So uh, you know you want you want to be able to deal with them uh, directly. I heard that they are twenty five thousand pilots short of being fully staffed domestically. I can I, I can fly. <laughs> I know how to do it. I could be a good I pilot. I landed a seven thirty seven. I would love to see you do the opening. You know, good afternoon, ladies. And <laughs> good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the people every city are going. Oh, great! Arthur Bach is our pilot. This is fantastic. Well, this is good. <laughs> What's crazy is, so you're, you're right, there, there's a lot of, uh, there's a pilot shortage, and you know, a lot of uh, military uh, pilots, when they get out, will, will go become commercial pilots, uh, so, but, but there's just not enough of those to, to fill the not void. Anymore. Not anymore. So it makes you wonder, how do we fill the gap? Are they going to make the requirements less stringent? I don't think I want a pilot with, uh-uh. no, you're going to need 1,500 hours in the past. You're good. We're going to give you 300 hours. You go fly that plane now. I hope it doesn't come to that. I don't think a lot of people realize that that's part of the, the greatest generation getting older and, and losing them is that those pilots that in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, you just felt so safe with. Because I, that's what I was getting ready to talk about. These people, yeah. they saw everything. Yeah. They flew through everything. You felt good with them at the helm. So now it's like... 
Mm, yeah. Remember Ed Cochran? He, fly, yeah. he flew for Eastern for Absolutely. 20, 25 years. Absolutely. And all he did was go for... But I, when I see a guy like that with a nerd pack in his pocket and he's yeah. got the bars on his shoulders, I feel so much more comfortable interesting with people flying to, with that. Interesting them. people to talk to, too. Ed, Ed Cochran, just for a little history, is, is his wife is Laura Cochran, who's the uh, sister to Jim Schliebner, who was the founder of Crackers Comedy Club. And we've talked about Jim many, many times. Ed and Laura live in, uh, in Tampa. Nah, no, Ed, they live in Naples. Naples now? Naples they, now. they did yeah. live in Tampa. Yeah. But they are probably, if you ever had a chance to meet a cooler couple, I'd be hard-pressed to find them for it. They're just the sweetest people. We could do a whole episode just on that. I used to that. ask him about, mm. I, would, yeah. I would ask him when we'd go, because they'd invite comics over, and they'd cook food for us and, yeah. and entertain us. And I would ask him, i go, tell me a little bit, what's it like to fly that, that plane, Ed? He goes, Jim, imagine it like you think. It's everything times infinity. Yeah, how cool it is to fly <laughs> one of those yeah. big planes and land it and just take, you know. And it was cool coming from him. Yeah, because he's done it ten thousand times. Yeah, but he said it never gets old. It's still amazing to him to be able to do that. Yeah, you know. And now his generation, they're they're retired. They're they've they've they're gone. And Pete, I don't know. What are you going to do? I I don't know. I'm just uh... maybe we have to take the big ships over now. Instead of planes. Uh, that's uh, yuck. <laughs> yuck. I know. It's not going to happen. Yuck. Not going to happen. Well, uh, hopefully they're going to come up with something. Because, Bring uh, back blimps. Well, and not only yeah. blimps, there's a yes. shortage of pilots, Zeppelins. there's a shortage Hindenburg, of people to train the pilots. Hindenburg, that was one pilots. time. Oh, well, sure. One time we had the Hindenburg disaster. Yeah, that pretty much ruined how, it. How, what record? I mean, you know, that how many it. successful Zeppelin landings were there? Many. Before, you know? Lots. All of them. Lots. All of them. All the other ones. <laughs> All the other ones except that one. I don't know. I hear about the Hindenburg. Well, if you ever get a chance to watch the Zeppelin blooper tape, there's a a few others that didn't quite make it. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah, it was not good. So that's a whole other matter. That's something beyond our our pay grade as far as figuring out where to find 25,000 pilots. Because Walmart can't even find 10 people to run a register. You're making me nervous, Jim. I leave in three weeks, man. I'm nervous. I I still think you've got some good qualified folks uh, Uh, in the air. Your pilot is graduating flight school right now. This very second. Feel confident. Graduating on Thursday from Ed's flight school. (laughs) And screen door company. Uh, Patio enclosures. Yes. So we've kind of talked a little bit about the planning, uh, and then as far as the the getting there and, and, and making the most of the time there, do you have some recommendations on that? Well, I prefer to stay, particularly if you're going to stay anywhere for, you know, if you're going to, for, if you're going to go to Europe or any other foreign country in most instances, uh, you're going to stay, you know, seven to ten days on, on average. I like renting Airbnbs or VRBOs because they're typically less expensive. Um, you'll have, uh, you know, larger space. It's a nice place to go, you know, in the evening or, you know, whatever. And you cook a little bit, have some stuff in the refrigerator. Many of them have washers and dryers, so you can pack less, so you can do some laundry there. So that's, that's my preference, and I've never, ever had a bad experience with either one of those services. What's a VRBO? Is virtual reality in part of that? VR? <laughs> no. I hope not. That'd yeah, be a waste you just, of money. Yeah. You, you, you think you're going to get this place, but when you get there, it's just, no, that was just a picture. Oh, yeah, they, sure. it, it, it's a warehouse. They park in a barca lounge with those goggles yeah. on. And, okay. yeah. Oh, you're having a great time, Artie. So you're having nice. a great time. It's, it's, <laughs> VRBO stands for Vacation Rental by Owner. I okay. think they were actually doing that sort of concept before Airbnb. Gotcha. Yeah. But they're yeah, the, yeah, the same. And, and a lot of people uh, who have those properties will list both of them. Did you know that in our neighborhood, in our area where you and I live, mm. you can't have a B&B? Yeah. 
I've you can't have one in Lawrence. Yeah. You can't have one. Yeah. A I, lot think, of, I think we have that too with in Fishers. I think there's a uh, there's a restriction as far as that goes because I remember with rentals. the hundredth anniversary of the five hundred, people were trying to oh, you know, yeah. right. make some serious money with that, right. and uh, yeah, they, they found out that they couldn't do it. So, right. but pay attention to ratings. That's really important. You, oh, you yeah. want and, to and pay the, attention. And to I want to tell you, don't don't rent anything less than a four star, four or five stars. Um, the reviews, read the reviews. They're typically very accurate. Uh, I, like I said, I've I've never had a bad experience, and you get to stay, uh, you know, closer to the to the uh, center of the city, oftentimes or wherever you really want to. So it's a uh, it, it's it's a it's a great uh, thing to do. The last thing I'll say this episode is uh, eating. Uh, yeah, that's a big one though. Okay. Sure you eat. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> snacks. I'm done with that. Next. Yes. <laughs> Here's a general rule of thumb. If a restaurant is near a famous or historical site with a view, avoid it like the plague. Yes. Okay. It's most likely a tourist trap. The food will be average. Ask the locals where they eat and be very insistent that that's where you want to eat. Tell them, I don't want to go where the tourists go. Tell me where you would go to eat if I were going to take you out to dinner tonight. Yeah. Those are the little off-the-beaten-path places that are going to really exemplify the, the local culture, the local cuisine. Um, most of them aren't going to be fancy, and that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. it makes sense, well, doesn't it? Yeah. Look, I've been to Manhattan several times. And to find a good place to eat in Manhattan, look for something above ground level. The restaurants that are at street level are your, you know, Bubba Gump shrimp and all these touristy places that are overpriced and not very good. But if you look up, find a restaurant that is above ground level, they're usually much, much better. It's, a, it's an interesting way to look at it and consider yeah, it, but that, make, that makes sense. Yeah. When you're talking about touristy stuff, Pete, it's good stuff. It's really, mm. really helpful for everybody to, to know this. And I, hopefully a lot of folks are going to take the time to do it. And, and as we've pointed out, it doesn't necessarily mean you got to go to Spain and Portugal. No. You might go to yep. Chicago for the weekend. You might go to Southern Indiana down to the Hoosier National Forest for a day or so. Or and, Trafalgar. Or tra- Trafalgar. Yep. They allow B&Bs there. You're a big fan, right? Nope. I thought you no. liked Trafalgar. No, I don't. Didn't you, I really did you don't. not grow up there? I grew I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee, and here, but I spent a lot of time down in uh, Bean Blossom. Oh, see, was. I thought Trafalgar was where you were uh, trying to do the police academy. You were trying to be a, a cop in Trafalgar. Uh, no. That was not uh, it? Trying that to was be a security Seagal. guard. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Seagal. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was it. Yeah, we, he was we, in mall we, cop training. Yeah, we want, we want him guarding us nowadays, right? <laughs> if you've seen some of the latest photos of him. so Well, Pete, uh, appreciate it. Good stuff. And you can check out Pete's tips on our website, boomerswithbeverages.com. And if you have some feedback of your own as far as travel is concerned or questions, anything else you want to provide to us, which would be great information for us to share, uh, we'd love your contribution at bwb at boomerswithbeverages.com. So check it out. You know, here's something else that I, I should throw out there. So, I, so um, I speak Italian. I've been to Italy eight times. So if you are planning a trip to Italy and you don't want to hire a tour, uh, I'm available. Call I'll it. go with you help you get around, tell you where to go, and uh, my services are very reasonable. Wow. All right, then. Well, we have to put a link on the website. And we're all staring at Pete wondering, are, are you serious about that? Should we react <laughs> yeah, as though I'm, you're... I'm not yeah. sure how to take that right now. <laughs> Travel with I'm, Pete. I'm open. I think yeah. it would be a great idea. It would be a great idea. Travels with Pete. 
Guys, hope you enjoyed your uh, your beverages here from uh, Four Day Ray. Oh, yeah. We're going to be on location here at Four Day Ray on Wednesdays, a couple different Wednesdays each month for the next several months, and we'll keep you updated on those dates. All you got to do is go to the website to find out when we will be back. So Boomers you can join with us. Beverages.com. Yeah, join us live in person. Artie, thanks for uh, being here today. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you the invite. Yeah, what's well, good, to, good to have Artie <laughs> always. Dan, you too. Hey, me too. And Pete Molina, your travel tips, good stuff. Really appreciate that. So Love to do it, love to share it, and uh, get out there and have some fun. And as always, a, a parting thought. This time comes to us from George Burns, who said, You know you're getting old when you stoop to tie your shoelaces and wonder what else you could do while you're down there. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us. We'll talk to you soon on Boomers with Beverages. for listening to Boomers with Beverages. Recording engineer, Art Baker. Post-production technician, Dan Davis. Showrunner and distributor, Taylor Scott of iPodcastPro.com.